The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. First off, good for George Springer getting getting his money with the Jays. He certainly has earned it. Yeah. But uh, we knew all along he was gone. Well, it it was just kind of nice news to hear, considering as soon as the Springer news broke, uh, it started coming out that, oh, well, it looks like they're going to do a package deal, and Brantley's going to Toronto, too, which didn't make a ton of sense to me because Toronto's really overloaded on outfielders now. But, like, okay, well, that that's going to make them better. Yeah. But then you get the news, nope, he's staying in Houston. So maybe they weren't such good friends. And I'll accept it. Yeah, I will, too. <laughs> Getting on to the Texans, seems like they're down to three real candidates based on the interviews they've done. Eric Bieniemy, Matt Everflus, and it seems like Leslie Frazier is getting a lot of run. You know, I really like the idea of a defensive coach because you can get by with that offense, assuming you haven't chased Watson off. You've got to improve that defense. I mean, they were 13th in the league in yards per game. I mean, that's it's serviceable. Yeah, sure. yeah, you can win games like that. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three, seven one three seven eight zero. ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates 975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. Miss the first two hours. That's some of what you missed. The good news for the Astros fan today, which has now turned into a debate over Carlos Correa. So you can't even let Astros fan be happy for one day. Well, you, you, you gotta you gotta tear into a monk. Instead Correa. of like being ex- on Twitter, instead of being excited about Michael Brantley, they're like, "Pay Carlos Correa now!" Like, I don't know. I feel like Astros fans they accepted a couple years ago that only one of Bregman and Correa could really be in their long term plans, and that at the time it seemed pretty reasonable that Bregman should be that guy. And now they're they're getting a little bit of maybe buyer's remorse. I don't know because Bregman didn't have a great season, which, like you said, I, I don't think anybody should judge yeah. too harshly based on last season. Particularly the Astros, who were under more scrutiny than the average baseball team was ever. Yeah, I, I'm 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 pretty much saying throw out the regular season numbers last year, and, and also throw out as well as they played in the postseason. I, I think somewhere in between is where they are, and and I, I think. The way that season was, I'm not going to pay a guy or not pay a guy based on what he did last year. But, you know, this is, I mean, I'd like to see him keep him. I mean, but you have to decide, is he a foundational piece? And if he is, then, yeah, you're going to have to make a deal. But 10 years, get out of here with that. Okay. I, I got no interest in that. But if, if if I talk to him and he tells me that's what he wants, then I'm trading him. Yeah. It was good to tell him. Guys, I, I got to get something for you. And I, I'm curious. I'd like to know what Lindor was asking for from the Indians because it, 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 you imagine that Correa's probably hope like, and he probably considers though that a peer. Like they, he thinks that they're on the same level. Well, I think they are. Okay. I mean, I think they're they're pretty damn close. E- except one guy has, you know, played. You know the the. 
the least amount of games he's played in a full season, 143. And the other guy has been hurt every year but one. That that's a pretty big difference. It is, and you know, but there's also a lot of numbers that you can pull and say, all right, you know what? I'd rather have this from than, than I do. I I would rather have Lindor because of that. But at their best, I. I... And that's the other thing. You you know how I was talking about like if if Correa could come up with a 30 home run season, Correa's got he's got three years of 30 plus home runs. All that power that Correa was supposed to have. He just hasn't shown it. He's shown it in stretches, but again, it goes back to being on the field. And when he came back from the last injury two years ago, it took him a while to start driving the ball again. Yeah, and, and you know, part of that was the injury. And, and I and I mean, I think that's what you that that's the one point that you can make is that he hasn't achieved those things because he's been hurt he's so not much. on the field. Yeah, and then uh, I think. DMB said, I think Correa's defense of the team during the scandals made him a fan favorite, and fans are willing to spend more on Correa because of that. Yeah, I, but- I agree. I agree with that. He's in, like I said, when the other guys went into a shell and basically rolled over on themselves and acted like they were. Now, Altuve and Bregman uh, handled it horribly. They did. Yeah. Well, and especially on the field, they handled it horribly. Like they did not handle the adversity well, and that, that's what you're hoping for out of your star players is to handle that adversity, and they just didn't do it. Uh, so. I I get that, but I, I again, I'm not overpaying for it. Well, but that's, you know, that's also fan reaction. Yeah, and, and I get it, but you also have to be reasonable and say, all right, um, what is the guy worth? And, and I, I would pay him the thirty, but not for not for more than really five years would be the number I'd be looking for. Um, but that's me, and. You know, but if if he's not going to be in the ballpark with that, then all right, well, and I mean, and, and even then, now you're saying that because if you were willing to spend five years and thirty million, why wouldn't you have given that money to George Springer? George Springer's a better player than Carlos Correa. He's also older, and like you said, the end of that contract might not look yeah. good. So, I mean, that's to me that that's pretty obvious. I I would not have given him that deal either. Now. The Jays are a different animal. They need players like that, and they, they don't care about the money. Yeah. They're not they're not in the same position the Astros are in where they need to, you know, they're going to have to pinch a little bit. Jay, I'm telling you, Rodgers does not care about money. They will spin, 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 and try to win. And so for them, this is nothing. This is tip money. The Astros, that was too much, especially if, if you're going to have to try to sign both these guys. And you still have time with Correa. You didn't with Springer. He was a free agent. You, yeah. you, you had to have, uh, you would have had to gotten something done before this opened up because you, you weren't going to pay that. And you always overpay for the other guys, dude. Sometimes yeah. you overpay for your own. And yeah, I, I, and I think it, it really e- is, is easy to look back and say, well, Bregman wasn't very good last year and Correa was fantastic. I'd rather have Correa. And you remember the, there, at first there was never an argument about that. And then turned into one that maybe you'd rather have Bregman. And now it's flipped because Bregman had a bad year last year. But again, it was a short year. And I, I just think you can't read too much into it. I need to give something away, though. I'm going to read something into this. At 6-11 today, because we would never do 6-10. Casa de Brazil, <laughs> a new Brazilian steakhouse next to the Galleria, wants to give one lucky listener a $50 gift card to come enjoy their all-you-can-eat USDA meats, cheeses, countless vegetables, seafood, and much more. 
We'll take caller six to 713-780-3776 at 611. Don't call now. You'll win a $50 gift card to Casa de Brazil to enjoy more than 40 of their gourmet items. They've also got happy hour every day from 4 to 7 p.m. Live music every Friday night. Check out Casa de Brazil on the corner of Sage and West Alabama. It's a good spot. Yeah, it is. food for us the other day. They're bringing food for Josh tomorrow. I'm a little Ooh. jealous. Damn. But, yeah, it's good I bet food. Josh can put away more than both of us combined. You think so? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm a pretty good eater, man. Yeah. I can put it away. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just glad that now that I'm off the COVID restrictions that I can go over there and eat. There you go. Can't go from four to seven, though. No, we're busy at that time. And the, ha- the happy hour sounds awesome. All right. Let's, uh, let's knock out a Zadok Jewelers gym of the day. The gym of the day. It's the gym of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gym of the day. My wife hates when I whistle. Oh, really? Yeah. Anybody else have that problem? I'm a whistler, and my wife doesn't like it at all. Huh. I think mine just ignores me. I, I I whistle sometimes. And I'm like, I also apparently, my, my wife, and I think this is more of a her problem than a me problem, but she gets very, very upset if she can hear you eat. I don't think I'm a loud eater, but apparently I'm not quiet enough for her taste. That's called, uh, I think it's called misophonia. Phonia. She is, she's got it. She, that's a uh, big thing for her. I, I'll that's tell you. That's a cause of many of our fights. I tell you what irritates mine, and I do it on purpose now. Like if I yawn really loudly. Because every now and then, you know, you get that big yawn, and I'll just go, you know. Yeah. And, it, and it, it pisses her off to no end. It seems an odd thing to be angry about. But. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, believe me, she has a, I've got a much longer list of things about her that piss me off than she does about me, but that's okay. Um, but, yeah, so she hates that. So anytime I yawn now, I'm going to do it, right? Because that's, that's what I am. So anyway, uh, we have a domestic, uh, domestic squabble. Okay. A disturbance, if you will. Uh, yes. And uh, Curtis McCoy, 46, and his, hus- <sighs> his husband of 10 years got into an argument late Sunday that escalated since, of course, they had been drinking alcohol. So this is a, a male-on-male couple. Okay. not You're not here to judge? No, no, not at all. Well, one of them was. And that's the problem. Because he brought up how the victim has only one testicle. <laughs> he went Johnny One-Nut on him. Well, that's cold-blooded. Man. Yeah, and uh, that obvious things escalated from there. And McCoy allegedly grabbed his husband's finger and twisted it, causing him pain. Boy, that's... That's a really, really vicious domestic violence thing. I mean, he twisted his this finger. This doesn't seem like a cop calling incident unless he broke his finger off and shoved yeah. it into his eye. After initially denying to police that he had touched his spouse, McCoy reportedly said, I only grabbed his finger and twisted it when he pointed it at me. He uh, added that the couple learned their lesson from the last time, last time they both got arrested for uh, domestic violence. Um. His rap sheet includes convictions for shoplifting, disorderly conduct, assault and battery, larceny, receiving stolen goods, and obtaining property under false pretenses, and having one nut. And that is that's your not a charge. <laughs> well, that's what the other guy charged. Yeah, uh, that's your Zadok Jewelers gym of the day. The gym of the day. It's the gym of the day. The Zadok 
jeweler gem of the day. So there you go. So uh, is is the plan to have uh, Lance on next segment? So. Yes, it is. Okay. Cool. I wonder how uh, how far along he is in his uh, his quarterback analysis. Well, you know, Lance only has one testicle. Yeah, that's you know. <laughs> you uh, want to hear more about but, this this situation your wife has, AJ? Sure. Misophonia is a disorder in which certain sounds trigger emotional or psych- physiological responses that might perceive as unreasonable given the circumstance. Individuals with misophonia often report that they are triggered by oral sounds. The noise someone makes when they eat, breathe, or even chew. Yeah, that's her. Other sounds include keyboard or finger tapping or the sound of windshield wipers. Oh, windshield wipers tick my wife off. Like once the rain stops and if it keeps going. Upset about yeah, it. yeah. And I'm like, well, dude, they're not bothering me and I'm driving. Yeah. But yeah, that, that one gets to her too. But. Oh, well. Usually it starts showing up in humans between ages 9 and 13. So it's probably something she's had to deal with her whole life. I think she has. It's a long-standing problem oh, for her. But now he has to deal with it. That's yeah. not fair. It's I, not, it's not e- something about her having to deal with it. Yeah, I've been eating the same way my whole life. Now all of a sudden it's too loud? Come on. I've been yawning my whole life. Yeah, that's what happens when I get tired. Tired of your BS. That's what you need to tell her next time. Oh, no, I just, I, I, my, my new thing now is that whenever she gets irritated with something, it's just like, whatever, dude, I'm going to the other room. And that, that makes her even more angry. Yeah, I, tell her I just to go to the other room. room. Well, you're a real man. Usually the other room is, is, is the one I would, is mine. So it's your preference. No, yeah. the whole house is yours. You need to remember that, Fred. Oh, stop. All right. Quick break. It's the Blood Study ESPN 97.5, 92.5. One at a time. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. And joining us now, one of my favorite dudes, the legendary Lance Zerline. <laughs> Usually joins us on Monday, but you know what? You're busy with all this draft stuff. I'm a little, yeah, yeah. I was a little uh, under the weather uh, on Saturday and then Sunday tired and so I missed two days. This is seven day a week work weeks for me. So when I miss two days, it's like it's a nightmare. And then I've agreed to do these other podcasts, which slow me down. And I'm like, I just need, I just need ten good hours to not be messed with by anybody for anything, so I can just because I'm already, <clears throat> I'll bail out on my attention span in a heartbeat. I, it doesn't take much for me to get completely sidetracked on a, you know day-by-day basis well this it, it's funny because this this time of year like <clears throat> i almost i don't I almost don't want to bother you when i see you in there in fact i rarely do because i, I know up until the draft you're going to be uh that's every day for you yeah it's uh especially this year i got tape late um because my my guy who provides me my tape is in new york at the at the nfl 
offices and um you know they were locked out i mean they were locked down they were all at home and he he lives you know about an hour away or 40 minutes away and so they weren't even going into the office so he had to have somebody go into the office plug my hard drive in um that i send in and then uh, and then remotely upload it with game tape and then fedex it back to me and then even then you know there's a limited amount of games that i have to work with right now for a lot of players so yeah it's uh so i'm i'm not only behind, but I've got, you know, not as much to work with. So I have to watch a lot more 2019. And you're not, you're not going to the combine, right? And, and there's, uh, there's no, no, there is bowl. no combine. I had a chance to go to the senior bowl and opted to not do that. And stay yeah, you here. might break your foot again. Yeah, I could. <laughs> I mean, there's always that. That's dangerous. And then, uh, but I just, you know, I just didn't know that I would get what I wanted to get. I, a lot of it is social for me where I visit with team people and, you know, you go have drinks, you go eat, and then you talk, and then you find things out, and you get information. And and then and I wasn't going to be on the field to look at any of the guys. There is no combine now. Uh, I may be involved in pro days here is it, or there. But... Is there anything being done virtually? Yes. Yeah, so they're going to have a uh, they're going to have some vir- they're going to have virtual meetings for the psychological testing and stuff like that. And I think they are actually going to fly to Indianapolis. Two hundred prospects. To have a medical combine, okay, it, not until April. So, you know, the thought is, I don't, I don't know this for a fact, but my guess is the thought is there's a better chance that those guys would be inoculated by then, yeah, potentially, uh, or or most of the people would be, and that it'll be easier because you have to get the medical stuff. But, well, and they also, I mean, Indianapolis is hosting the the entire basketball tournament <clears throat> yeah like, the whole it, thing it, they're going to be uh it, it's going to be locked down city for a while yeah and if you think about it you know it makes sense that they could do that though because all the the teams that are going to be there now i guess that would mean you were talking limited fans uh, um, yeah i think almost zero if, almost because I think, like, for, if, I think they're gonna yeah. let some family come yeah because you know between the media members the agents the players and then all the teams you got 32 teams or you're gonna have you know, 12 to 15 members of every team yeah. coming for combine. They handle that a lot, but, but 64, 65 teams, that's going to be insane. The whole thing's there, huh? Yeah, the entire, the entire thing. Uh, I'm curious your thoughts on the conference title game matchups. Like, uh, you, do you think that? I think, I think Kansas City could be in some trouble. Um, they, because of the Mahomes injury? Or? They, well, because of Mahomes injury, his foot wasn't 100%. And I just, you know, I, I look at Legarius Sneed and and um, the other quarterback, the other uh, corner. He's uh, for Kansas my, City. Yeah, yeah, not not West, but he's uh, slipping my West right now. I'm in my uh, he's slipping my mind right now. But I don't know that they, you know, Honey Badger's best whenever he's playing in space and he's got a chance to just kind of freestyle. But I don't know that their coverage is really going to hold up all that great against uh, what Josh Allen and the passing game could do. They can't run at that. That well, and the thing with Kansas City is they're expecting, and I don't even know if this is out, but I think they're expecting Clyde Edwards Alaire back this week, um, which is good because Buffalo doesn't stop the run very well. So you it's need funny that, him that to get back. They didn't stop the run well early in the year. Mm-hmm. Later in the like the the last half of the season, they were I think the sixth rated run defense. Buffalo, yeah, yeah, but you know they they struggled some against uh, the Colts, and the Colts you know had had the time of possession. But I I really think. I really think that the Kansas City's flipping the switch whenever they need to. Eh, we'll just flip the switch. We'll just, we'll just flip the switch. 
I'm not sure that that's. I'm not sure that that's not going to catch up to him. I think it, it might. You know, I, this could be the week if Mahomes isn't at a, isn't where he needs to be with that foot. Forget everything else. I mean, his, he was limping around pretty good yeah. the other day. And then if Josh Allen catches a little bit of a heater in terms of finding a matchup that he really likes, and if Dayball can get things uh, figured out, this could really be. I mean, look at the number. That's a very respectful number mm-hmm. for the Buffalo Bills. It's what three and a half right now, three to three and a half. Uh, Kansas City at home. I think it's two and a half now. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's amazing. I, I think the, you know, I think I think, and it's hard for me to to be unbiased on it because I'm I, I do cheer for the Bills to win, but I thought the Ravens were the toughest matchup the Bills could have in the in the postseason. And when they got by them, I said, boy. Kansas City is is and especially with the Mahomes stuff, it's like they, they are not this. They're not the juggernaut they were last year. They're not just destroying teams like they were last year. This team has shown they're they're vulnerable. Uh, I, I do I, I don't know if the Bills beat them, but I, I think the Bills can definitely play with them. And then the, on the I other think. side, the, the, I think the Packers are the best team in the league. You know, I've got to buy, I got to start buying in on Packers defense because, but this is going to be really interesting because of what Tampa did to. Uh, Green Bay last time out. I mean, it was a night after the the first quarter was big for Aaron Rodgers, and then the last three were terrible. I mean, they they annihilated the offensive line of Green Bay. Um, Aaron Rodgers really struggled against the pressure. It was Devontae Adams' first game back from an injury that he had had, so he wasn't it wasn't necessarily the same factor. But um, it's it it's going to be interesting to see if Todd Bowles has the defense coordinator for Tampa has figured something out against Green Bay and if he can do it twice. Um, I'm sure Green Bay and Matt LaFleur are trying to figure out, okay, what did they, how did they exploit us and what can we do to, you know, to to fix that but also anticipate what the new thing is. Well, it's also entirely, I mean, A, the Packers at home are much better than they are on the road. Yeah. But B, it's entirely possible the Packers just had a bad game. And that's And that's possible too. I mean, they were all over Aaron Rodgers, so they got to get, they got to get it blocked up. I mean, and, they have to. And the the Bucks. Uh, I mean, Aaron Jones has has had a, a solid year, but I think the the Packers, if they need to be, they're kind of like the Bills. If you say oh, the, like all year long, anybody who's played the Bucks and the Saints, it's been don't even bother trying to run. You're not running on those teams. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Packers care if they can run the ball or not. I don't think it matters to them because it it may not. But here's why I think they should. They've got some big physical press corners over there with Tampa. And what Tampa Tampa did not do a great job of stopping the run against uh, Alvin Kamara, and one of the things that you know Kamara's got a lot of burst through the line of scrimmage. Well, so does Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has some real burst, so I think spreading them out and running it is not a bad idea. I don't think you necessarily want to just get away from the run. Now, Robert Tanyan is is a is a much bigger factor now. Lazard is a much bigger factor. So I like Green Bay in this spot. Um, I don't think Tom, you know, Tom Brady to me is 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 limited right now. The stats look great, but he's a little limited. When you watch him, it doesn't he doesn't look great. It's, no, the, the no, results he, are good though. Yeah, the results the results are fine, and Gronk has lost a little bit of a step, so he can't quite run under some throws, and and uh, you know they don't always know how to get Mike Evans involved. So this is to me that game turned around last week. One of the things beside the defense was when Ronald Jones came in, and I thought he added a lot more burst to the running yeah. game. A lot more explosiveness. 
Fournette just doesn't really run hard between the tackles like he used to uh, earlier in his career. He's kind of he kind of slows into contact, and I I think Ronald Jones and Aaron Jones are the two uh, real wild cards in this game that could really flip it for one team or another. So what's the uh, the prediction on the two games? I mean, I like Green Bay. I'm going to go Green Bay, and I'm going to go Buffalo. Okay. I think Buffalo. I had Buffalo getting to the Super Bowl in the midpoint this season in my NFL. Um, I had them over the Saints in my midpoint, and and and. A writer from Buffalo saw it. It caught his eye and like, hey, what do you see? And I said, well, I think they're one of the only teams that can score with Kansas City, and that, which is almost a prerequisite yeah. because if they get red hot, you got to be able to at least stay with them. But I said the other thing is I just think they have enough talent defensively that they can potentially take away some of the strengths of Kansas City. And I don't think they're afraid. I don't think Josh – I don't think – Josh Allen is afraid of this game. I think he is so confident right now. And and the thing about the Bills, it, it, the way to beat the Chiefs is you, if you get down 14, who else in the AFC had a chance to come back? At, like, if, if you know, you saw that, the Browns, they got down, even when Mahomes got hurt. They Their offense isn't built to come from behind. The Colts' offense isn't built to come from behind down big. The Ravens, we've seen every time they play the Chiefs. If they get down, it's pretty much over because they're not <clears throat> built for for that big comeback. The Bills can get down 14 points and and still be right in the game. That's two possessions. They're right back in it. Yeah, like it, That's why I think the Bills are the, the one team in the AFC equipped to hang with that Chiefs team. I feel the same way. You know, the Bills, have they've earned their place. Before, they were just kind of a concept, and now they are legit. I mean, yeah. they, they've built it up, and they're going to be a problem. And now the, the question becomes, are they ready to take that next step and go win on the road against a team that really believes they're the best team in football? Yep. All right, that's Lance Zerline here. I'm on the bench uh, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Thank you, Lance. We will talk to you next week, right, Bob. We'll see you guys. All right, I got to tell you guys about hoops. You want uh, something for your kids to do? You want to get your kids outside, out of your hair? That's what I wanted. I got a pro dunk hoops goal set up at my house, and my kids – Love it. They are out there nonstop, hooping it up, uh, having themselves a blast. And it, it, it's adjustable from 10 feet to 5 feet with a turn of a handle. So no matter how old your kid is, they can make baskets. And that's what's fun is making baskets. You if you've got a 6-year-old kid, they don't want to play on a 10-foot goal. They're never going to make any baskets. They're not having fun. You can change it. Uh, they've got the, the tempered glass backboard, guaranteed never to break or crack, or they'll replace it for free. The thickest steel of any goal on the market. This is a great product. Great people installing it, and they've got, they've got something to fit your home, your driveway, your backyard, whatever kind of design you're looking for, whatever your setup, they've got something for you. Get your new hoops goal today. Check them out. See why they're the best in the business. See it all at ProDunkHoops.com. That's ProDunkHoops.com, or give them a call, 281-351-9822 for ProDunk Hoops. But I'm going back mean. I'm about to glow trot when they know a vaccine up. Back laws, but they know exactly what's going on. Made a mill and I don't know what to blow it on. I tell a critic, shut the To call into the HRP listener line, dial 713-780-ESPN. Looking to outsource your company's HR and payroll? Get the top initiative and smart solutions with HRP.net.
This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. All right, we are back on The Blitz. And we are... uh been talking and we talked to Lance Zerline. Thanks to him for coming in and talking some football with us. Always a good thing to talk some football with Lance. Um, I, I I think both these matchups are really great. I, 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 the only reason I'm remotely entertaining the the thought that the Bucks could win is because they've already done it once. If the Bucks hadn't smashed the the Packers' heads in earlier in the season. I'd say there's no way they could do it. But they've proven that they can do it. Uh, can they do it again? Can they do it in Green Bay is another big question. Uh, and then, and obviously, you, I mean, you guys all, everybody on Twitch and Twitter thinks I'm a Bills homer, and that's fine. I, I don't even know that the Bills are going to win this game. But I do think that they're the only team that's built to hang with the Chiefs. So, I, again, I... I'm not out here making predictions that they're going to win. I'm not betting them on the money line. Uh, but I, I do think they're the only team in the AFC that could hang with the, with the, the Chiefs. So I'm betting them on the money line. Are you betting them on the money line? I, I got them at three and a half for a big chunk. I'll have a smaller money line bet. And now that the Bills, now that they're at two and a half, I mean, obviously there's only one game to tease it with, which is the uh, the Packers game. Um, and unfortunately, I like – the Bills would be a great tease piece, and someone asked about it, you know, t- two and a half to eight and a half. I, that's what I'm looking for all the time, going through that three and the seven. The advantage teaser, that's what I would want. The problem is you, you have to tease it with something. And on the other side, I, I feel like I, I don't want to bet against the Packers. Yeah. And I'm not teasing the Packers through zero. So there's... It's just it's tough for me to to find something to tease it with unless I really dig into a total. Well, that's what I was going to ask. A total. Is, is there a total there? I I, I don't know because I, I have to see what weather's going to be like for both these games. I, I mean, it's because it, snow. I, I I don't bet unders in the snow. Uh, I don't bet overs in the wind. So it's it's got to be like we'll we'll see we'll see what the uh, the weather forecast is closer to game time and and maybe make a decision then. But I like the Bills getting more than three. I think three, or even three. I think three is a fair number. I think there's value on the Bills at three. Under three, I'm probably less interested. Uh, but but yeah, I, I think that when we talked about you know who who has a chance to beat the Chiefs, and the Chiefs were the odds-on favorite to begin the season. Like everybody thought, yeah. the Chiefs were going to repeat. I, I think now that the Chiefs, now that we've seen this season, the Chiefs look more vulnerable than than we thought they would look. They look more vulnerable than they did a year ago. Um. You know, their, their, their last 12 games, they've, their average scoring, their average victory margin is like five and a half points. That's not domination. The Bills nope. are like cl- close to 13. Uh, the Bills, when they've, they've been blowing teams out lately. But it, it, I, I think it's, it's interesting. It's a, it, I think both these, these matchups are, are really, really solid matchups. Robert says, why do you not want to tease through zero? Because you, you lose a, a lot of your advantage when you tease through zero. Uh, because... You know, three three is the most commonly landed on number. So if you tease from three to the other side of three, it, you're you're losing out on on value. The, the key is to tease through key numbers three, seven, ten. If you can tease through two of those three numbers, then you're in great shape. If you can tease through from like 
13 to you know to 19, and you're teasing through uh, through 14 and 17. That's great, yeah, but I, I, it's just not it's you, you, it's not a plus EV thing to to tease through zero. All right. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Yeah, I've, I've, my only bet that I have for sure this weekend is uh, Bills plus three and a half. Okay. And I will probably sprinkle some money line on that unless unless the number keeps coming down, in which case, yeah, I'm hoping that they'll announce Mahomes playing, number goes back up Same. a little bit, and then I'll, I'll, hit, I'll hit the money line. I but, may, uh, if, if I can get, if it goes outside of three again, or I can find a three and a half, I may take that three and a half and parlay it with Packers money line. Okay. Just for some, some added juice. I don't hate that. So, uh, like I was saying when you were gone, I, I can't say it's, I, I can't say there's no path to the Bucks beating the Packers because we saw them beat them. Right, right. But I just trust the Packers a lot more than I trust the Bucks. Yeah. You know, sorry about that. I'm talking a little business with Mr. Craig. All good, man. You know, just, uh, we're, uh, you guys are counting dollars. Well, not yet. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. We're we're just uh, we're building an empire. Okay, that's all. And uh, yeah, is, is Patrick Creighton the emperor? Uh, he's uh, he's involved. Okay, he's he's one of my partners. He's on not this. the jester. No, he's no jester. That's for sure. That's good. Yeah, I would say more like the. Hmm. What was Jafar in Aladdin? He was the like the hand of the king, wasn't he? Yeah, kind of that. He was the king's advisor. Yeah, I kind of got a couple of those. Is Patrick like the uh, the guy, the eunuch in Game of Thrones? No, he's not Spider. No, he's uh, Varys. Um, no, not not him. Okay. So I have to think about how the because there's we're not an evil group, you know. Uh, I mean, we're not like uh, there's no Cersei, there's no Daenerys. Any group you're involved we're not, in, I don't trust. But we're you not also nothing. we're really not good enough to be Jon Snow either. Yeah. So, I mean, we're just kind of chaotic neutral, I would say. So not evil, not good. You're, just, you know. you're in somewhere in, in the, uh, the gray zone. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. There wasn't really any gray guys in, uh, well, I think Greyjoy. Theon Greyjoy. Yeah, but. They, you're a Theon. No, because Theon didn't have a penis. I know, but yeah, you're a Theon. Nope. Nope. Not Theon. <laughs> Plus, he was he was a bad dude before he got chopped up. Well, that's true. But then he was a good guy at the end. Yeah. He became a good guy when his penis was gone. But see, I'm neither that good as he was at the end or as bad as he was at the beginning. Okay. And I have a penis. So Allegedly. Well, you could prove it right now. You could kill all the theories right now on Twitch. I think that would get... Uh, what, what theories? What theories? The Where theories, it? it's out there. No, there's no theories out it's there. Out you there. just made that up right now. Aaron, it's out there, right? I think so. he would he would be more like Dan... To Swearinger, or uh, Swearinger, yeah, and, that, and that's He's that's the facilitator. A, yeah, that's a better. Uh, that's Fred a better would be Swearinger, and Creighton is more like Dan. Okay, he says, "Go get me that dude." Snap his leg on the way over here. Creighton's yeah. like, "You know what? All right." Yeah. <laughs> and if I tell you, don't let anybody knock on this door, no matter how many screams you hear, you keep everybody away. Creighton's like, "Okay, they All have right. to go through me." Yeah, but Creighton's not as tough as Dan. Like, I'm not saying Creighton's a puss, but Dan was a pretty hard man. That's true. Okay, I'm saying Creighton's kind of a puss. <laughs> That's not very nice. Of you. I mean, he's Dan a, developed a, sto- a soft side eventually. He, he, Creighton's a Yankee, though. I mean, <laughs> who's he going to stop? Like, if if you told Creighton, don't let anybody come through this door, and I wanted to go through the door, I would just go in. 
Mm, I think he'd find another method. <laughs> I feel he's clever enough to find another method. I don't think so. Um, and Creighton's scared of guns. I'm not. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that that is one thing. If you're from New York, you're scared of guns. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not seeing a Game of Thrones tie in here. All I don't right. have to come up with something else. But no, we're just working on some important stuff. That's all. All right. Uh, why don't we squeeze in one more call for the end of the show, Michael? You're on the blitz. Go. Hello, what? hello. Well, hello, Michael. Yes, sir. So, in regards to the George Springer signing, I am truly happy for him. He deserves it. Uh, Great play for the Astros organization. Looking to this coming season, uh, I still feel that our starting pitching has a pretty good chance. Our bullpen will get better, but, you know, with Bregman, Altuve, Tucker, Correa, and hopefully we get a good season out of Jordan and a shocking Brantley re-signs with the Astros, I do think we can compete for at least the division if some of the wild card games. But uh, well, I think you can compete for the division because this con- uh, the AOS will continue to be probably the worst division in baseball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, and I think over a full year, I don't think Oakland's going to be better than you. I, I don't think so either. So I, I, I listen. I, I, I think that, and I'm not saying it's a lock that they win the AL West because if if their pitching isn't right, I I can certainly see them not winning the AL West, but. They've got the best lineup in the division, certainly. Um, and it's the most winnable division there is. So that I, I give them a chance at that. If they played in the AL Central or the AL East, I, I don't think this is a playoff team. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I it's To me, it's too early to tell. I think there's still moves to be made. And i, I got to see how the pitching does. And, and you know, that... Is the pitching what it was in the regular season, or is it what we saw in the postseason? Because what we saw in the postseason, they're better than that. I just don't know. Yeah. So, uh, hey, I, I got to tell you something real quick on the way out here. What are you telling me? Head out to five under golf in Beaumont for the craft. I hear that's an Aaron appearance. Yes, that is. Whoa, very see. famous. Let me let me read this, and I'll tell you. I'll okay. tell you if it's an, uh, an Aaron appearance. Head out to five under golf in Beaumont for the craft beer fest this Saturday, January twenty third. From noon to 5 p.m., join Nick and Aaron for craft beer, Man. live music, and good food. $30 a ticket includes a vin entry and a punch card with 25 free beer tastings. They'll also be taking COVID precautions on site. Get your tickets at 5undergolf.com. Yeah, Aaron will be wearing a body condom. So, <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Nick, too. Nick hasn't had the Roni either. He hasn't either? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, you two should be safe there. Yeah, I, I like to hope that it's gone through Beaumont and it's not coming back. Oh, yeah, it's done. Like everyone in Beaumont's already had it and now it's safe. That, that's how I feel. <laughs> I think Beaumont if- is the new New Zealand. Yeah. 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 All right. Quick break. We'll be right back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 
Joe Adrian said you guys are Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah, except those guys like each other in the end. I haven't grown to that point Who, yet. me and you or you I, and Creighton? I, I don't know. I don't know. I like Creighton. I don't like you, so I don't know who he's talking about. All right, let's do. Uh, let's wrap things up the way we do every Wednesday with famous deaths. And um, these are all people who have passed away in, in the last week, not necessarily this year. Right. So People know how the game goes. Yeah, some of them do. 1957, Humphrey Bogart. He's dead? Yeah, died of cancer of the esophagus at 57. Ooh, that's an ugly way to go, I think. Yeah, he would be like 120 now, so... Um, 2020 Rocky Johnson, father of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, former wrestler. Yeah, like, let's uh, let's not minimize him just to being someone's dad. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, but I also just noticed I put him on there twice. Did you? Yeah, now he's that's, the best deaths too. Now that's respect. Yeah, see, I don't think he goes in the best deaths. I hate to break it to you. And there's the a, Rock would go in the best deaths. Yeah, I mean, it was his sperm that created the biggest star in the last that, what that, eighty years. What is that? Doesn't is he the biggest star in the last eighty years? Like wrestling star? Or? No, just all around. He's he's, a, he's probably the biggest star right now, but your sperm doesn't get that there. Come on. Hmm. And uh, you know what? I'm, Who's I'm, the biggest wrestling star of the last, like, l- 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 I mean. Well, Hulk Hogan. Post Rock, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Is it Stone Cold or The Rock? The Rock. Or is it John Cena? I still say The Rock. Yeah, but I mean. I'm talking I, about like amongst wrestling people. Right. Not but, amongst like everybody. But he transcended. I thought he did Stone Cold stuff. was a bigger star than The Rock. Probably in wrestling, yeah. Mm. But there, there's a guy you left off. Brutus you, the Barber Beefcake? No. Oh. You put him down twice, but he belongs in best deaths. And so I'm going to chastise you vehemently when we get to that. Just yeah, so how many know. guys did he put in twice? Uh, I don't know. He, he, he seemed, Aaron, you're slacking today, He's seeing double today is what the problem is. Uh, let's see. Eh, not interesting. Not interesting. Um, not interesting. Yeah, Bam Bam Bigelow is on the list, 2007. Not as famous as Stone Cold or The Rock. But more famous than Stone, uh, The Rock's dad. I think so. Don Sutton died this week. Former Astro yeah, Dodger. This week. This week. 75, yeah. Uh, 1893, Rutherford B. Hayes, 19th U.S. President. Did uh, he have a big beard? I don't know. I'm guessing he did, yeah, because he was, he was in uh, 1893. They all had beards. Okay. When men were men. Yeah. 1862, John Tyler, 10th U.S. president, dead at 71. So 9th and 10th died how far apart? Uh, oh, 10th and 19th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. there, there was a little bit of a gap. Mind the gap. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, here we go. How is this name not on the best deaths list? January 14th, 1983, Meyer Lansky, dead at 80. One of the greatest gangsters in the history of our country. I don't know if he's best deaths material. Oh, really? Why do you get to the best deaths? Okay. He belongs in there. Meyer Lansky is is top three all-time gangster in in America. Period. I mean, he and Charlie uh, Lucky Luciano started the mob, essentially, in this country. You're you're telling because he's Jewish. I didn't even know he was Jewish. Meyer how many guys named Meyer? Oscar? Huh? Okay. Uh, Charles Pond? Wait, is that joke not kosher? Uh, apparently not. <laughs> oh, God. Oy vey. <laughs> Charles Ponzi, 1949, who was a Italian con man. He's a schemer. He was. A schemer. 
Gordon's a schemer. Uh, all right. Here's your best deaths. You, you tell me. Greater than or less than Meyer Lansky. 2016, Alan Rickman, 69 years old. Uh, Die Hard in the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah, not, not, I'm not going. Well, I, I, I guess he's very famous for that Harry Potter, and I've never watched a movie of Harry Potter in my life. So I don't know how big of a deal he is. Okay, 2017. Is he a major character in Harry Potter? Not really. He's, he's like a... Is he the Voldemort? No, he's not the Voldemort. He's not Harry Potter. He's not Harry's friends. He's one of Harry's teachers. And he's not the most important of the teachers. Okay, no. So not more important. He's not the big... The wizard? No, that was Dumbledore. Yeah, he's not him? Uh, no, and Dumbledore was gay. I don't know if you knew that. Whoa! Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, twenty-seven. So not greater than Meyer Lansky. Okay, agreed. 2017, Jimmy Superfly Snuka, 73 years Ooh, old. Now there is a famous wrestler. Uh, Although apparently a terrible person, I, he may have murdered his girlfriend. Man, a lot of guys, but you're rich, you can get away with that. Oh, I think he did. Yeah. <laughs> See, okay, so 2018, Dave Holland, Judas Priest, dead at the age of 69. That doesn't belong in best death. Not greater than Meyer Lansky. Maybe there's just a bunch of crappy deaths. This well, year. but I mean, that, that's my point. Meyer Lansky belongs on these. 2016, Glenn Fry, dead at 67. Okay. Not greater than Meyer Lansky. Yeah. In fact, I haven't found one of these yet where I can say greater than Meyer Lansky. 1993, Aubrey, Aud- Audrey Hepburn. No, that's a, that's a, the best death. Yeah, colon cancer, 63 years old. Would you rather have colon cancer or esophageal cancer? You had to choose one. Ooh. Uh, esophageal cancer just sounds like it would... Sounds terrible. Yeah. and like not colon a- cancer sounds pretty bad, too. Uh, you know what? I'd prefer to have neither. But, yeah, yeah. If, if you stuck me with one, I'd probably take colon cancer over esophageal cancer. All right, here's your porn stars. 2009, Madison Knox, 26 years old, dies from uh, colon cancer. Drug overdose. Damn it. 2019, Danielle Lace, 25 years old. Murdered by a pimp. Cause of death unknown. Somebody give you a point. Thank you. Uh, I could have guessed colon cancer there. 2012, Candy Barber, 52 years Great. old. Uh, what at what year? Fifty two. No, what year did she 2012. die? Twenty twelve. Ooh, uh, cancer. Exposure while homeless, which probably gave her cancer. So I'm going to yep. give you a point for that. Skin cancer from exposure. Uh, 2004. Rebecca Steele. To, uh, doesn't say how old she was. Mm, that's a tough one. Then. But you have two correct answers. Uh, I'll go overdose, drug overdose, and suffered from AIDS. Hey. So you could have gone either way. Uh, 2018. Olivia Lua. 23 years old. Uh, car accident. Drug overdose. Damn it. Mm. And 2011, Sexy Cora, who was born Carolyn Eber, Ebert. Ebert. Or Caroline Wozniacki. Caroline Wozniacki, tennis player. No, not her. Right? Uh, doesn't say how old she is, but 2011, she died from... Uh, murdered. Kind of heart attack during breast implant surgery. So the doctor murdered Doctor murder. Yes. I'm going to give you a four out of the six. They there. call him Dr. Death. And those are your deaths. She thought she was getting breasts, but she was getting death. He also passed over two pretty good. Well, you'll know this because of your crime podcast, but Dr. Harold Shipman, the dude who killed all those old people yeah. in England and Albert Fish. Ooh, Albert Fish is a good one. I don't. You know what my least interesting serial killers are? 
Serial killers who are like nurses who just give poison to their patients. That's the lamest serial killer. It takes no, I, I don't know, it takes no gumption. I'm against that kind of serial killing. If you're going to be a serial killer, you know, do the work. Don't just put poison in their IV. That's so lame. Fred, you should study up on Albert Fish. I know who he is, but the problem was is you. I got so hung up on Meyer Lansky being on that list that I never really looked at anything else. I think Albert Fish is the guy. Like when they when he died and they did like the uh, the X ray on his body, they found like hundreds Nails of and needles, needles and stuck into his scrotum. He like self inflicted pain by sticking needles into his scrotum and inside his intestines and stuff because he was sticking them in other places. That's an odd bird. Yeah, it's that's a what we that's what we call an odd bird in the business. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Patrick Creighton up next. Good job, boys. The Mets didn't get Springer. Springer. He was supposed to be a Met. All right, we'll do it again. The Blue Jays. The the, the Blue Jays. (laughs) Pretty good. Uh, Until tomorrow, stay sportsy, bitches. Hey, this is Trey Wingo. You're listening to ESPN 97.5 Houston. Hello.